Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Let's talk about another good place to be, which is on the roads. Yeah, now this is a Singapore. good one. This, this is, is a, a good one. Great because Singapore entrepreneur story. We're COVID, 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 and so on and so on. But this is one of one of the few genuine local homegrown entrepreneurial success stories that has somehow flourished during the pandemic. Is he with us now? Do we have him? Simon is Simon. with us. Why don't you well, go ahead and introduce right, him? Because yeah, yeah, so you know him quite well. I know Simon Wong. Now, let me yeah. tell you the story about Simon Wong very quickly. I met this guy. He turned up at a book launch about 10, 11 years ago, and he said, will you take part in this charity initiative? And I, I was a bit, who are you? <laughs> I'd never met this guy. I'd never met this guy. And it was a wonderful charity initiative to raise money for the children's cancer charity of Mm -hmm. Singapore Mm -hmm. as a tribute to his late wife, which I thought was an extraordinary thing to do. So I took part in this charity and we've remained friends ever since. Then a few years ago, he mentioned in passing he was doing something. He'd bought a Vespa uh, motorbike and uh, scooter and he was restoring it with a sidecar. Fast forward three years later, and Singapore Sidecars is one of the most popular tourist attractions in Singapore. Let's get Simon on right now to tell, it, tell us all about this extraordinary success story. Good morning, Simon. Simon Wong, the co-founder of Singapore Sidecars. Hi, Simon. Simon, I can't hear you at the moment. You seem <laughs> muted. Oh, blimey. Oh, now, now I can. Wait, wait. wait. Now you I can. can. You can. You can. Is that nice and clear? Hold on, it's fiddling about with a bloody mic. There you go. How's that? Yep, we can hear you loud and clear, right? my friend. Yes. Brilliant. Okay. Thank you for that. That's a very nice introduction. Right. So tell us yes, a quick story do, for the benefit of our mm. listeners. Singapore sidecars. Absolutely. Tell us yes. from that morning you saw a neighbour with a bike. Take it from there. I think. Yes. 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 So I'm walking around the neighbourhood one weekend uh, in the morning and. Um, there's a pair of really, really nicely restored vintage Vespers with sidecars attached. And that's just suddenly out of nowhere because you don't see these things anywhere. And they're right there in Singapore. Beautiful. Perfectly restored. And they were, yeah, they were so gorgeous. You know, you could still smell the paintwork. You could smell the oil. And, it, it, you know, showroom, showroom sort of standard restoration. Um, so it just stops you in your tracks. The phone comes out. You're taking pictures. You're telling everyone, oh, my God, look what I've just found. And then the next day, I walk by again. They're still there. Same thing happens all over again. Third day, I walk by, and there was a guy standing there. And then I said, um, are they yours by any chance? Because if they are, I live around the corner. I'm going to come back with a checkbook, and I'm going to make an offer on one of these. Yeah. Because if I don't do that, I think somebody's going to do it really soon because they, they're gorgeous. So <laughs> that, that's, um, that was Johnny Chen. So Johnny Chen became uh, – and I became really good friends. And then um, – and then I said to Johnny, um, if, you're, uh, you know, if, you, if you'll sell me one of these, um, would you also then be interested to take part in charity fundraisers? Because uh, I think if you bring these to fundraisers, it's going to attract a lot of attention. It's also going to make people really happy because the first thing that happens, anyone that sees a sidecar, you just smile and feel good. And it just has this sort of almost magical effect every single time without fail on everyone, all ages, all walks of life. And they're beautiful, Simon. I mean, they're, you know, like typical Vespas, right? They're almost works of rolling works of art, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that's 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 how. um, So Johnny was the one restoring them. So he's the one that's putting together these rolling works of art. 
in about three months, it, it would take him to put another one together. So then um, that's that's how that's how it, it kind of started. The in a nutshell is we fast forward a, a few years of charity fundraisers with Neil Neil's involvement, and then with Johnny's sidecars, and then the Nepal earthquake happened. And, and we decided, why don't we fundraise for the reconstruction of Nepal? Because all these years we've been doing it for cancer, because my late wife was a cancer fighter. And, and, and we, we did think that, you know, if, if she'd survived, we would actually be uh, helping with other causes, not, not just cancer causes. So we decided to fundraise for the reconstruction of Nepal. And the in a nutshell of that one is um, Tourism Board said, we, we love your idea of fundraising for, for the, uh, the reconstruction. How about take the junction in the middle of Orchard Road on a very busy weekend, put all your sidecars there and uh, let the public donate. So we were absolutely mobbed that entire weekend and the public were dropping in their $20 donations. But on top of that, all walks of life, tourists and elderly couples and kids and families would all be running over and saying, how much is a ride? How much is a ride? Hmm. So Johnny and I thought, you always think of giving uh, <coughs> rides to people, but this, 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 this was the sort of accidental market research that told us people actually want the rides. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and Simon, yeah. uh, how, many, how many do you have now? How many uh, bikes do you have in sidecars? And, and how do you find all the riders, mm. the drivers to uh, ferry people around? Um, we now have access to about 27 odd um, uh, sidecars um, and the riders are they're very very interesting bunch actually uh, since since covid they've become a, a, more, a more and more colorful bunch we have a professional architect we have an ex-veteran airline pilot we have a fighter pilot we have a mechanic uh, <laughs> you know, the owner of an insurance company the owner of the coffee shop so all sorts of guys and girls um, that that their passion is is riding, you know, and that that's that's what brings the, the the group together. But they're so varied that it makes makes for very very interesting people for the guests to meet. Brilliant. We're talking with Simon Wong, the co-founder of a co-founder, sorry, of Singapore Sidecars, one of the real entrepreneurial success stories of COVID. So, you did your market research. You realised that people wanted the rides. How did it go from that? Yeah to becoming one of the most popular tourist attractions in Singapore today? I think we were very lucky because um, we had a lot of very good support from Tourism Board. Um, and um, we, we, we took the idea to Tourism Board and we said, if we start this company, we'll be absolutely broke as a startup. Um, it's going to take everything out of us just to get the company going. Um, would you be happy to tell the planet about this? this that's the in a nutshell of that. And, and, and they said, we'd love to, we'd love to. Um, and, and I think it, it, it was something they were really keen on because no one in the world is doing vintage Vespa sidecar rides on this sort of scale mm. um, with this level of attention. And it was interesting to find out a year or two after we started, some bloke in Italy thought of doing it. Yeah. And some bloke in America thought of doing it. But, but we did it before the Italians. That, which is yeah. shocking, right? I mean, shocking. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. And then we ended up as uh, number three on TripAdvisor currently out of all the tours uh, in Singapore. So Brilliant. we're really happy about that. And, and yeah, and then a year, um, I think it was the... Within, within the first year, we got into the top four finalists for uh, Singapore Tourism uh, Best Experience, Singapore Tourism Awards. Brilliant. Um, best of the Best on TripAdvisor 2021 and 2020 um, for things to do locally. So very, hmm. very happy about all, all that. 
Now, when you consider it was, as you say, it was just a startup. You did it for fun. Your initial idea was to raise some money for charity. And now it's one of the top attractions in Singapore. What is it, Simon? Because I've told you this off air and I'm happy to say it on air. My <laughs> wife still says, uh, and she grew up with a father who had a motorbike and sidecar when she was a kid, right? Growing up in England, my yeah, wife. Yeah. So she, yeah. she says to me, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get why it's so popular. <laughs> and, and then my daughter had a go and absolutely loved it. For, I mean, for those who haven't done it or for those who even have, tell the listeners, why is it you think this has become so popular in Singapore so quickly? Is there something magical about it? And it's, it's something very hard to explain. When we first tried to explain it to people when, it was, um, when we were first starting to try to sell the rides, when you're trying to explain it, they don't quite get it. But you show them the video or you show them the sidecar, the best thing is they just lay eyes on the sidecar. That's it, done. Hmm. You don't have to say anything. They just see the sidecar and they're like, oh, my God, um, can I climb in? Can I get a ride? Is that legal? Wow. <laughs> wow. You, know, you get all these, all, these, all these reactions. I don't know what it is. And, and it's specifically these designs, hmm. uh, these particular designs they're just very cute. They have this universal appeal. They're very, very friendly. And it disarms even Mr. Corporate Hard Nut. You know, right. we used to get lots of corporate groups. And those corporate groups are returning, by the way. So you get, you know, the big boss turning up with the staff, turning up with all sorts of managers. And then they're smiling and <laughs> they become very childlike instantly. Mm. I don't know what it is. It's just something magical. I think it's about the design. Yeah. of the vehicle. Interesting. We're talking with Simon Wong, the co-founder of Singapore Sidecars. Uh, Simon is a, a British-born Hong Kong uh, of Chinese descent, now a Singapore PR, uh, co-founded uh, Singapore Sidecars and really been a huge beneficiary uh, of the COVID times in which we're in. And uh, people were able to get out, get on the road with you. And uh, as you look at um, as you look at what what you've done already, one of our Facebook Live friends, uh, LL Tan, who is uh, is wondering what's next. How can you up the ante? Kat Ho Ang is asking, any plans to design a vehicle with a Marvel theme on it, etc. And Ian, Ian Chan says yeah. he tried the sidecar tour; very it was cool. great fun. You know, obviously people are very interested in this. Um, wh- where yeah. where do you go, or 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 is it just enough to keep doing what you're doing and, mm. and just make sure more people yeah. take yeah. part yeah. in it? Yeah, there's a couple of directions that we're going in. But just before I jump there, just going to go slightly sideways. Um, on, on, on the Marvel theme, we did have uh, uh, the uh, Avengers director, uh, Joe Russo, and his entourage jumped on once and took, <laughs> took the ride. And they loved it. They took a three-hour ride, three hours. And at the end of it, Joe Russo walked over and said, that was the best tour I've ever done. And that's coming from Joe <laughs> the Russo. The director we of the old. Avengers movies. <laughs> we were four weeks old at the time. But you could see he was loving it. And, and you can see he's thinking movie ideas while he's on the bikes he's putting the goggles on you can see his eyes moving around and he's thinking all right how do we work this into another scene in an upcoming movie oh. you can see this going through his head wow. yeah so that, yeah so yes um but up- upcoming we have uh in in collaboration with a, a bunch of guys called cinewave so this is um jason and christian from cinewave cinewave is a silent cinema app um we're launching sidecar cinema um, which will be, be called Sidecar Cinewave. Um, so it's a collaboration with Cinewave. So outdoor cinemas, and it looks um, optimistic at some point, sooner or later, uh, we'll all be allowed out again. Right. Um, so what is so this, Simon? Is it like a, dr- a drive-in cinema kind of thing, but it's with sidecars? It's a drive-in cinema with sidecars, and it starts off with a mystery tour. There will be a host of really, really 
amazing locations for the outdoor cinema around the island. You'll know maybe generally where you're going, the sort of directional area, but you'll have no idea where you're really going to end up. So it's a mystery tour. So you really get a sense of adventure uh, and a sense of, I don't really know where I am, which is something you, you might only get if you're overseas. So we thought it'd be nice. How do you transplant that feeling locally? You know, for people that are really missing that sort of feeling. So hmm. you go on a mystery tour, you don't know where you're going, and you end up at this outdoor cinema venue where you drive in to the screen on a sidecar. The sidecars form the gold class at the cinema, <laughs> and then you are served five-star luxury hotel quality meals from a luxury hospitality partner instead of just popcorn and a hot dog. You had a really, really good meal with that. <laughs> so that's in a nutshell of, uh, of sidecar cinema. We also have... Sidecar Grand Prix, again, this is something that we've been planning for the last uh, couple of years, but waiting for the right time to launch it. So that's very likely going to go ahead this year, seeing as we've had the good news that F1 is back. So Sidecar Grand Prix, um, it's kind of self-explanatory. We're working together with a a historic three times world champion, uh, no less, of uh, um, historic uh, Formula One, a chap called Greg Thornton. He's, He's a Brit. Hmm. Um, so he's our advisor. Tells us all about how can you, you know, how how do you design the circuit? What's going to be a, a, a challenging circuit? Um, so we have a street circuit that will be running in the daytimes, and then uh, then you have the night races that you can watch down at the pits. And is this something you participate in or watch the the, the Grand Prix, the Singapore no, Grand Prix? It, 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 it's something you watch, and it's and, and a lot like a, a lot of the things we do. Um, it will be directing. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, some of the price of tickets towards a good cause, so we will support charity with this. Um, but it's it's a proper race. Eight to ten international teams will be racing, representing their country, and um, yeah, proper full on right. Grand Prix. And, and one thing you know we've talked about. I thought I was too big for the sidecar. It turns out I wasn't. Yeah, yeah the size uh, is going to be an issue, right? That's that's yeah. probably one of yeah. the most common questions you get, right? Is there an age limit, yes. a height, a size limit? But you can. Yes, how, how does that I work? Know. So I reckon at some point, Neil, you and I should share that video that we made um, of you climbing into a sidecar. Um, just, to, just, just to prove to the world, a bloke, 195, can climb into a sidecar. And, and we've had, so Neil would be the second chap that is uh, in that region. The first bloke was a bloke from Texas. Um, he was about 195. The second bloke was from Singapore, 194. And then Neil gets in, 195. Hmm. You just climb in. It's not that difficult. You just climb in, you fold your legs, and... That's it. And the, the interesting thing was the only bloke who, could, who couldn't fit in was uh, a five foot three Australian bloke. And the reason why he couldn't fit in, he, <laughs> he'd been drinking too much beer. His, oh. belly would not allow, his belly would not allow his knees to fold anywhere near enough for him to actually climb in. Oh, so no. as long as you can fold your legs, you can get in. Brilliant. What's the oldest passenger you've had? 85. 85, uh, Glenn. Last, yes, yes. And we, we do get a lot of folks in their 80s. So we get all these um, uh, family surprises for their grandparents. So two weeks ago, we had oh. an 80-year-old grandma celebrating. It was brilliant. She celebrated with three generations. She went around with a bottle of booze, uh, <laughs> toughen up grandma. <laughs> it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And, and the guests can drink. They're allowed to do that. Uh, there's an interesting story about us getting stopped outside the Astana once. Um, it was a wedding party, and the wedding, the wedding party all had their little glasses and bottles of wine. The drivers can't drink, but the guests can. So we're driving along, um, you know, lots of drink and a lot of driving. Driving around, we pass the Astana, the police pull up and say, okay, pull over, you lot. 
And then all, all the guys that were expats were suddenly going, oh my God, no, no, this can't be happening. Getting arrested outside the Astana holding a bottle of wine, drink driving, can't be happening. <laughs> so all the expats were getting really worried. But all they wanted to know was, um, why did you slow down for a moment outside the Astana? That yeah. was all they wanted to know. Yeah. I mean, we were just slowing down for a quick photo. That was it. Nothing was said about the booze. <laughs> yeah, because we knew all along the booze was fine. Booze is absolutely legit. Hey, uh, Simon, LL10 says, can't, we can't wait for the new ideas to come alive. Let's have a Money FM fan club outing, which I think is a great now idea. That is a great idea. Wow. Hey, a Money let's FM sponsored drive. Hey, what about oh my that? God. Let's do let's do a Money FM promo code, which we'll paste up today, sometime after the show. So nice. if folks see that, they'll get a huge discount on a ride. Yeah. Uh, yeah, send that to Neil and I, and we'll put that on our you, social oh, feed. Yeah, or well. in our Facebook live feed. We've yeah. got comments coming we'll in. Yeah. All right, last question. Uh, we, we do have to run, Simon, but what about people who have physical challenges, f- uh, mobility issues or physical disabilities? Um, yes. Uh, what, how do you yes. – can they get in the sidecars? What does that look like? Yes, We've had, um, we've had a lady from Holland recovering from stroke. Um, so she was partially paralyzed. And the family and the riders would, would help them in. We mm-hmm. would help carry them in if needed to. Right. Um, we've had uh, charity rides for the elderly from old folks' homes where a lot of these old, old folks really need serious help in even just standing up. Yeah. So again, the riders together with um, with professional help from the homes would literally, we just gently carry them in. We can do that. Nice. I'm, I'm very happy to do that. Yeah. Wonderful. Great. Stuff. Awesome. Thank you so All much right. for being with us. Uh, we've been, we've been <laughs> chatting you. with Simon Wong, the co-founder of Singapore Sidecars. What's, what's, where do they find you if they want to uh, get more information, Simon? They can go to www.singaporesidecast.sg or they can find us on Instagram, Singapore Sidecast. Fantastic. Thanks for being with us today. Good luck, safe, safe riding, and we'll Thank get you. that uh, MoneyFM promo code coming up for everybody. Thanks, Simon. Thank you, Simon. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.